Welcome to the Beauty Mavens Podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. podcast i have a question for you have you joined our private fb group if not what the heck are you waiting for it's just a fun intimate little group an opportunity for us to meet each other and hang out with other beauty professionals or mavens so our goal for the group is to have a safe space for beauty boss babes to make connections and friendships to build up the beauty industry to join us go to facebook.com forward slash beauty mavens podcast and request to join also, can we ask you a favor? We need your reviews and five-star ratings. If you have enjoyed this podcast or found any value in it, please take like two minutes and let us know what you think about it. This really helps us out. Plus, every few, actually every single week, we pick a few of our favorite reviews to send some gifts to. So make sure you add your Instagram handle at the bottom of your review. Also, it's almost time for our first ever Beauty Maven Summit, and we are so excited to meet you all and to learn from one another. It's on March 2nd, 2019, so like almost a month away. (laughs) Tickets are still on sale. They're $400 each. Um, So just a recap of the summit, it's a full-day hands-on workshop in downtown Salt Lake at Borboletta to help beauty professionals take the next step in their beauty business. We will be finding your why, solidifying your personal brand, and answering every question you have. We have some amazing speakers, including Ginny, the brand manager of Bayblash, Lori Ward, the owner of LW Skincare, and Sam Hurst, the owner of Blush Beauty & Co. So head over to our website, beautymavenscollective.com, click the Summit tab on top, and buy your tickets. Then book your flights and get ready to make the next move in your beauty business. Okay, we are on location today at Salon 3 with all three owners of this <laughs> cute studio. So we've never recorded an episode with five people talking, so everyone wish us luck. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves today. So, do you want to start, Mandy? Yes. So, hello. I'm Mandy Whitesides. Um, I recently got married a year ago. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary in Kauai. And so, I'm still getting used to that new name. But I've been doing hair for about 12 years now in the salon, which is crazy. Makes me feel old next to these two. But I absolutely love it. I've always wanted to do hair ever since I was a little girl. And... Um, went to beauty school while I was in high school. And then I did go back to college when I was 19 after I'd been in the salon for a year or so. And I actually got a bachelor's degree in public relations and marketing and then took a full-time gig and decided that hair was my passion. And that's where I wanted to be. So went back to the salon and um, I specialize in balayage, extensions, and fashion colors. I really enjoy that. And I have been working at Salon 3 with these two girls for about a year and a half now. And yeah, I'm just really passionate about continuing my education and growing as a stylist. And I've enjoyed being a business owner and I'm excited to see where it takes us. I'm Dylan. I'm 23 and I've been doing hair for five years now. I started right out of high school. I went to hair school during high school and I pretty much always knew I wanted to do hair. I was way more creative than I was book smart. And I knew that I needed a creative outlet for my career. So what better to be in the beauty world? Because there's so many different outlets and so many different opportunities. But yeah, I've loved it ever since. And um, I married also, just married my husband in October of last year. And um, we've been dating the same amount of time I've been doing hair. So that's funny. Two (laughs) very important things in my life. (laughs) Big five years. Um, But yeah, I met these two separate times but then we joined together and came here and that's why I'm here today and I'm excited to see where the rest of this year takes us and the opportunities that we get and And you specialize in oh yeah (laughs) I specialize in brides but I also do coloring and cutting and all of that but yeah bridal hair and makeup is my jive okay I'm Jade Packard and I've been doing hair for two and a half years now um i Went the same in high school and graduated the fall after I finished. Um, and then have just been, I worked in a salon for about 
eight months and then we started here and um yeah i'm from south ogden i am married to my cute husband hiram i feel like i specialize in blondes that's what i do all day every day <laughs> for sure um yeah and i've known i wanted to do hair for my whole life i like cut my best friend's barbie dolls hair in second grade and yeah i've only been doing hair for two and a half years i started in the industry um receptioning and then i assisted mandy actually that's how we met and i met dylan at the first salon i reception dot so yeah, we just now we're here. Now we're all connected. <laughs> it's the best. We love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay, so you guys all met at like different stages. But uh-huh. when, did, when did you decide to come together and create this salon? So, well, Mandy was the one that initiated this. You can go ahead and tell that part where you yeah. found this place. And I just always liked the concept. So I moved to Salt Lake a while back, and when I was there, I noticed this sweet concept, and it was mm-hmm. very popular in Salt Lake. And I liked it because it's kind of a step further than booth rental. Like you just have more freedom. You can sell your own product. Like you're basically a 100% business owner, but it's on a smaller scale. Yeah. And so that just always really interested me. And, but there just wasn't anything like that in the Ogden area. And that's where my clientele is based. So once I heard about this from a friend, I just looked into it and then I did know I, I didn't want to do it alone. So Dylan's always been such a good friend of mine in the hair industry. So I approached her about it and she was on board. And then um, Jade got thrown into the mix (laughs) and I'm so glad she did. And yeah, then we came and looked at it and it just worked out. And we just, all of us were like, yes, let's do this. did it with it all within like, I swear, like it was fast. We decided in like a week and then like the next couple of weeks we were moving over here. I talked to them on a Friday and (laughs) came and looked at the studio on Monday and And then we we signed a lease on Monday. Yeah. I had to. It happened so fast. (laughs) It did. It did. But it all felt so right and nothing else was feeling right. And so, yeah, it was good. Yeah. We just had to get gutsy and do it. Yeah. But it ended up working out. we, We ended up you know, finding a lot out along the way, how hard it is. Yeah, yeah it's not really I opening to see that, like, this was such a, this is such a small space, but how much money was invested into it just to start it up is, like, it's crazy. It, mm-hmm. it was just for this yeah, tiny of a room. it's good to see when we hopefully continue or what else happens in our future. Like, it was really good to start this and mm-hmm. start something we'll be better starts. prepared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll know a little bit more. Do you guys have, do you know, like, Maybe off the top of your head, like kind of what it costs to set up the space. What yeah, do, what should, would you roughly say? We like fifteen thousand dollars. We each invested five thousand dollars. Yeah, but a huge chunk of that was our product line. Product like Kevin Murphy that had to like buy it was like too. a few grand. Yeah, yeah, it was just for that. Mm-hmm. But, and then everything. But else. yeah, things just add up. Like you have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. What did you guys say you invested in your first little space? It was like 160 square feet. And it was like half the size of this room. And it was $12,000. Yeah. So you guys yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. And we were just like. Yeah. We're like, we're going to spend $15,000 on this space. I know. Uh, and to think of what we we pay here monthly in rent, it like makes me sick. We can just go freaking buy a house and I know. make a freaking salon house for what we pay. Yeah. It's crazy. Seriously. Wait, we kind of explained like what the concept of these suites are. I don't oh, know yeah. if you said that. Yeah. 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 So. Basically, um, there's an owner of the building, and um, we're just renters of this room alone, which also includes the shampoo room and like our break room and the laundry and all of that. But we just pay one set amount every month, and then um, we. But you're like in charge of everything, right? Like taxes, your business license. You're like, basically like you don't have like she doesn't sit and cover us. We each have to have our own business license. Yeah, exactly. Here. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're under her. Right. Yeah. So, but all the other suites in here are other beauty professionals. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And independent yes. beauty yeah. renter, or renters. Yeah. 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 So there's anything from there was a tattoo artist there was. that mm-hmm. was here, permanent makeup, um, teeth, teeth whitening, but Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a business license under Swan 3 that all three of you are under? Do you all have your own business license? How does that work? Um, so we could have done it we that could. way and made Swan 3 a business, but. Like I'm, all, I already have my own business with Hair by Mandy Lynn Incorporated, so it just kind of got messy mm-hmm. doing it that way. So we decided to keep it just individual for now. Mm-hmm. Like if we ever obviously open our own salon together, then it'll yeah. change and it will be under that salon. But as far as here, 
We just did it. It doesn't make it as hard because we are still underneath somebody, like somebody's business. Oh, yeah, because of Fifth Avenue Suites. Right. So Mm -hmm. we do have our own individuals, but really all that's different is we add on our product sales tax now. And we had to get like a sales license uh as a booth renter. You never had to do that. Because you take a commission. Yeah. And send in like our tax at the end of the year instead of our sales tax, but... Okay, I'm going to get really specific here okay. then. So yeah, what do you guys do when you do retail sales? Because you guys all put money mm-hmm. into yeah. them. Right, yeah. So we have <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, let's let Jay take yeah. so <laughs> Good we, question. We have learned a lot oh, along the way. Um, we were starting to get – we all we never, like, really argue, but it was starting mm-hmm. to cause contention because it felt like – like someone would replace a product, things would go missing, things would, and we were like, no one knows who, who like didn't replace the product. What we were originally doing was you sold a product, you were in charge of replacing it, but sometimes things just get confusing. So now (laughs) we all have our own product on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Um, we've just recently started doing this differently. So we have stickers on the bottom of our product just to keep track. Power coordinated. Yeah. So we can show Yeah. So like, there is Mandy's, there's mine, oh, okay. there's Dylan's, and then you can have as much of... of it's just easiest that way for us. Yeah, you can have as much as you want on the shelf, I mean, as long as it But we works. normally keep three at least. But yeah, we each have our own, and then we try really hard to like not sell each other's product. If Obviously, if someone, a client really it's wants desperate. something, we can say, hey, can I buy this product from you? And then if they say, yeah, sure, if you replace it, or if you pay me right now, then we can mm-hmm. do things like that, but yeah, that's just what has... So far, seems to be the easiest. We all have mm-hmm. everything in the inventory. Like we have an app bedroom hair that keeps track of all of our products. So can we guys can... use Bugaro? Yeah, I, I haven't app. used it, but we have like we yeah, to yes. use it. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you can so keep it, inventory in it, yeah. and that's that's so then we just have them categorized like uh, in there under our name, so like mm-hmm. Dylan, like Anti Gravity or Jade. Yeah, I love Bugaro because it keeps track of like all of our product sales, all of our inventory. Every service I check out, even if it's cash, so that I personally know how much I make at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I schedule all my appointments. It's where it's the card processing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. how we yeah charge people on card. It's makes it, it really keeps easy. taxes and everything all in one place. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really organized. I love yeah. it, and yeah. it sends a reminder text for you. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know That's what right. we would do without that. I know. You can put <laughs> client sure. notes in there. Sometimes I'll have to say, like, remember their mom died or something sad. So, like, <laughs> you know, when you meet so many clients, you have to, like, there's things yeah. that you want to yeah. write down. So, like, or formulas. Remembers. Yeah, stuff formulas. Like that. Not mm-hmm. always just really personal things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, though? So that you can stay a little keep bit that more organized. relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. We keep t- client notes, too. But, yeah. like, who's going to Thailand? Who just had a baby? Yeah. Yeah. We can bring no, it up you next have time. To, yeah. yeah. Not that you're not. You don't care, but when you meet so many people, people so many people, yeah. 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 So sure. hard to remember all those schedules. Do you guys sell a lot of retail? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I sell a lot more being here, for sure, mm-hmm. than I was at a booth rent. Um, salon. Salon. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why. I think maybe just, I don't know, maybe it's because I feel like I can get more personal with my clients here. And it's right here. I don't here. feel like I have to sell it, like, mm-hmm. to get a commission. I just feel like they just naturally sell. Yeah. Better. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Okay. But, I know yeah. that Mandy won a giveaway with the celebrity hairstylist oh, yes. Justin Anderson. Yeah, you guys <laughs> know who he is. is. <laughs> you got to go to the DPQ house. So we were like living vicariously through the story. <laughs> we were so jealous. So tell us about your experience, how you won this giveaway, and yeah. like maybe one thing you learned from Justin while you were there. Okay. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I just actually. I was working. It was a really busy day, and I just pulled up Instagram for two <laughs> seconds. She was in the shampoo room. I was like, wait, no, I, going back to when oh, I, like, oh, you entered. Enter. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not when you found out. Yes. Yeah, that's the story, too. No, but I literally just tagged one person, and they were like, it just was a giveaway. Like, just tag your friends tag or whatever. Me. And you know when you really want to win a giveaway, you do, like, all these tags. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just did one. It was just Dylan. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it was, like, a couple weeks later, I was working and I saw him. I was shampooing. We're both all washing out shampoo. client. And Maddie's like, oh, my God, she's screaming like that. And I'm Because like, I, I was freaking oh, out. Was I was screaming. so excited. I'm like, girl, I think I want to give away. Like, I wasn't even sure. DPU House just messaged me. And all I saw was, like, congrats. Like, girls from other rooms were running in. Like, what's wrong? Is something okay? So I looked, and then, yeah, I won. I was so excited. And then immediately, we were like, we're coming with Yeah. <laughs> so tell me what you want. 
So basically I won like a free trip there. They paid for my flights, my stay. They just gave me like a sum of money to cover the trip and then to go get a free haircut, cut and color by Justin Anderson. And we met Justin Anderson a couple times mm-hmm. at like big behind the chair hair shows. Like he's someone yeah. that we followed for a long time and mm-hmm. looked up to. Looked and up to. Um, for everyone listening, he's a celebrity artist. Like he's amazing. Anyway, so celebrities like Jennifer Aniston, like, yeah, big like big names, <laughs> yeah, like Chris Blair Stone. Waldorf was there getting her hair. Yeah, Blair Waldorf. While we were well, that's there, Layton Meester. Layton Meester. Yeah, yeah. it was like hard not to fangirl. <laughs> yeah. We were like so cool. We were it's like, like such an exclusive <laughs> place. They it's don't like want you to like react. Yeah, or freak and out. The, the house is like a big house in Beverly Hills, like exclusive. You have to enter through a gate, oh, so you cannot insane. just go. There. The address is not Google. No, it's a house. So yeah. When you're in there, you can't be like we were invited in. It was not yeah. a thing that we could be like <gasps> invite only. Or, so we just yeah. had to sit there and stare at her. And well, they went and asked her if she wanted to go in like a back, back door because they were like, "There's some like, people in here <laughs> like that aren't famous. <laughs> Do you want to go in the back?" And she was like, "It's good." Yeah. So oh basically, God. when they were coordinating it with me, like his assistant called me, and I'm like, "Is there any way I could bring my two best friends?" <laughs> he was like, two? Yeah. He's like, "Wait, two? She was like, "Well, you can't." Like I can't. Really bring one, but yeah, so long three. <laughs> but they were really cool. He like asked Justin while I was on the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, bring them all." Yeah, so they were really, they were nice. really nice, and they took care of us and fed us lunch and like spoiled us. But yeah, the process was interesting. It was a little bit different than I expected, but still amazing. Like it's pretty much Justin and like eight assistants that work there. So mm-hmm. he worked on my hair for a good thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah did a live. Yeah, showed what he was doing, and then the rest was assistants. But they're all amazing too. Like I was obsessed with the way Alexi styled my hair. Like the blowout was probably my favorite part. Alexi, they all like become their own famous stylist because now he just went on tour with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's like taking him under her wing. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting to see how it works in the celebrity world versus just like a normal salon like this. Mm -hmm. Like I was just excited to see like behind the scenes for one day Mm -hmm. how they function and how much different it is. But also how similar it is. Like he didn't do anything crazy that we don't do on my right. Exactly. He used the same product. Like it was the same formulas. Uh So it was interesting to see that. Like when Kim Kardashian goes from black to blonde or whatever that there's got to be something like like magical, like yeah. we don't know about. No, but. really, it just takes 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> no sleeping. Um, yeah, yeah, it's process after process after process. Yes, but it was so fun, and they were really it was, nice. Yeah, a really cool learning experience, and just to see like such a high end. Like they don't sleep. They like how we asked Alexi his assistant, like, how did you get here? And he's like. I worked my butt off. He was like a 16 year old kid that moved from Alaska or something. Still, all he does is work. Yeah, work, work, like work, that's. Work. I'm like, do you have a, like a day off? Yeah, day off. or like a relationship or anything like that. And mm-hmm. we're like, no, like this is what hair we is their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even Justin, like he's slammed with hair, like not like so. 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So if any of the assistants want to take personal clients, they can do it, but it's like at 10 p.m. Yeah, so and like work on a Sunday. Like, Night. 2 a.m. Yeah. 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 It's, it's intense. It's it made me think like, oh, I don't know if I would be. I like my clientele. For this. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Crazy. But cool. It's a really cool But idea. what did we learn? I know. Yeah. What I took away from it is, yeah, I feel like Justin maybe didn't do a ton on her hair, but at the same time, it just goes to show that sometimes you do just need like a little is better than like less is more. Yeah, less is more mm-hmm. exactly. So I think I feel like I took away from yeah. that. Like maybe he doesn't, you know, put like tons of hours applying like for six hours for sure. and. And I did learn uh, like something about how, like how he his placement, mm-hmm. color placement, mm-hmm. his color placement. I loved how like he called the back section of your head like the black hole. Yeah. And sometimes in a partial color, you just do it around the face, but he always throws like a couple. Foils mm-hmm. right there, and I've been doing mm-hmm. that ever since. Right. I feel like it makes a big difference. Yeah, if you're just doing like a quick little uh-huh. yeah. and just yeah. kind of how <clears throat> like I feel like they run a pretty smooth business. Totally. Like there, it wasn't chaotic. It wasn't like crazy. They were running around with their heads chopped off. Like everybody kind of had their place, and they knew where they needed to be and when they needed to be there. And it was really pretty calm and just mm-hmm. chill. We were yeah. Sitting on the couch the whole time and watching. <laughs> he kept calling Dylan Cher. At the time, I had really long dark hair. I cut it off. It was but just straight. I he kept. I like would 
give him sass and he'd be like, okay, share. <laughs> I'm like, you can call me that, Justin. He is, like, obsessed with Britney Spears, so oh, then he brought him a Britney Spears pillowcase. It's all about him. Oh, <laughs> he was, like, he yeah, still sleeps with it. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll like, Snapchat him sleeping with it. Yeah, it makes me so happy. He loves Spears so much. He is. That was the best thing that we could have brought. want to be their best friends. I was just, ta- I tagged them in a story of, said I miss them. of the assistants, and I said, what? I just want to be best friends. Let's go back. <laughs> they told us we were in the area next to let them know, know we could come like, by. So we're like, we're going to take you up on that. But oh that's what's gosh. cool is like you made connection. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. What a cool opportunity. Yeah. It, it was, was really fun. fun. That is so cool. And we got to go to Disneyland after. Yeah. yeah. We, made a, we made a girls trip out. Yeah. It, it was, was super fun. fun. It was a good trip for you. That's so fun. Yeah. We get like a lot of questions like, how did you get this opportunity? Or I don't know. Mm-hmm. People like always ask us things, and it like always comes back to connections. And I was thinking when you guys were telling your story, I'm like, well, you met you were like assisting, or you like yeah. met in all these different places. But it's like, and then like all your stuff with like meeting these assistants and Justin. It's like I don't know. Connections in the industry play such a yeah, big role. Yeah. So true. In like I know a lot of opportunities. It is who you know and how like you react with them more so than how talented you are like sometimes you. and then like yeah. that grows and, and then also sometimes that can be discouraging at the same time because if you are kind of more of a small town stylist and you see these like you're like okay I'm from Ogden and then I look at all these like Salt Lake artists or whatever mm-hmm. and like they have so many more connections I feel like than me small town little Ogden hairstylist but at the same time you just I mean yeah you have to work harder for it but it ends up being more rewarding and so you don't really just get things handed to you as much but Unless you win an awesome giveaway. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you get, like, But you were before then. You said you'd already met him at right. Right. Yeah. shows and yeah. competitions. We ate lunch on the same table. But that, was, and, and be, that was us having to make that effort and, like, yeah, go and And to be totally honest, to, I think that they wanted to select a giveaway winner who they saw was a hairstylist who looked yeah, like I agree. she was putting herself in a path that they would want someone like that to come into their salon so that they also, like, yeah. True. I do feel like they win. tend to be yeah. a hairstylist. Yeah, I don't think it was. Well, they like, told us when we were there that they had narrowed it down to, like, a few and then they chose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they said they were just looking for someone, yeah, like a yeah. positive person is what yeah. they said. Yeah, so like stylist and Energetic. Yeah, energetic. So I just listened to that. I don't know. Either way. When, like, you're not lucky, it's, like, preparation. When Luck is when preparation meets opportunity or something. So, yeah, you were lucky to win that giveaway, but you mm-hmm. had prepared your social That's media true. to get there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like most giveaways like these days aren't random. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's true. Like Sometimes I agree. I definitely agree with that. Because more and more people are entering them, and it gets a lot more overwhelming for people. And, like... If someone's okay. giving away so much, like, mm-hmm. they want to get something out of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I know that when we do a giveaway, we always pick someone that we could potentially come back and be I our client. Be yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. How do you guys choose your giveaway winners? Like, do you guys we usually just, just like, select a few and then... We randomly select a few and then narrow yeah. it from there. That's what I feel like is... Yeah. 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 See, then it's still random. Because there's, yeah. like, even a ton of profiles that... Are only existing to enter giveaways. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Especially when they're product giveaways. Yeah, so. it's true. Then yeah, that's to, so dumb. You have to, yeah, watch for the people who are being genuine. And yeah. Okay, so I think there's something in the hair world that is not as much in the aesthetic world, or I don't know about nails. It like doesn't exist. But assisting. So tell us about that. Did you guys assist? You said you assisted Mandy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jade. So do you so, want to tell us about that? Yeah. So right after I graduated high school, or sorry, high school. Mandy had hurt her back and she was looking for an assistant and the opportunity, yeah, just came up and, um, I actually wasn't looking, but now I am so glad that that's how my like journey in the hair world started out. And I would recommend to every new stylist to have that opportunity to assist, even though for me it was, it was only what, two or three months. Yeah, it was a pretty short long. amount of time, but I had already previously reception. So I kind of got like the feel of checking out clients and stuff, but just really watching her do the day-to-day things in a salon that's different than school. And just being right by your side and learning new techniques and things that you don't necessarily get taught in hair school because some of them are trends and they don't often touch on the trends was like a huge way for me to, yeah, um, learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I would And also it brought them together. Yeah, they made which when we I knew them both separately. separately. Yes. And when, it talk, then, when we talk about connections, yeah. I would have never thought, like, if you would have told me, what, Five months later, we yeah, were open in a studio together. Yeah, I would be best friends. Yeah, I would be like shocked. Yeah, because we like we're, we're friends, but not at all. Not like the typical friendship. We would like we're 
different ages. We're yeah. just like in normal life, we probably wouldn't have connected. Yeah. And now like I can't imagine life without her. So basically what she's saying is go for it. <laughs> yes. Go assist. Do, do the things that, yeah. So what do like, what do assistants do? So it was from anything mostly to like, you actually do need to be licensed to be an assistant. So you can't, Right. The only thing you can do if you're not licensed is you can't even blow dry hair. Yeah, like, yeah you really can't touch like, it. Be touching yeah. hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so do it right after hair school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would do anything from apply the back of like someone's color the way that she wanted me to, or brown um, brush, wash, schedule, schedule, schedule check, check out. out. Yeah, so. Pretty much anything she says, go to you do. <laughs> She's <laughs> like my right hand man, and like I love. Even my assistant now, like she knows what I need before I even ask for it and just helps like efficiency and time go by so much smoother. So it's just nice because I can get more people in and do more quicker, you know, but they pretty much do like pretty much everything I do except for certain applications that I don't feel confident with them doing or something. But usually if I do have them apply, yeah, it's like the back of the head and I do the sides or something, but mostly it's everything like checking them out, rescheduling, blow drying, styling, everything she said. Yeah. But I wanted to add like 10 years ago or 12 years ago when I started to be a stylist, assisting was like not a thing. And the salon that I started out, I started commission and there wasn't social media either. Like Instagram wasn't a thing. So building your clientele was so much harder. Mm-hmm. And I remember I made like postcards and mailed them out to everyone and like passed them out to everyone I knew. And I would sit there like sometimes for hours, like just waiting for someone to walk in the door. But I learned so much in that time just from the girls around me at the salon, like just watching and observing. So I can attest to that too, but I can't imagine how much better it would have been if I had like hands-on experience like an assistant yeah. does mm-hmm. because they really do like they get thrown into it and obviously you train them, but it's really like hands-on experience. And there's a lot of techniques like you, at least I didn't learn in beauty school. I don't know if they teach balayage now, like balayage. I still don't think they do. They <laughs> did not t- touch at all in beauty school. So it's nice to learn and like some texture cutting. Like I learned a lot of that in the in the salon and just watching. And I feel like you wouldn't get that just from beauty school. So it's nice to have that little window of time where you can kind of learn those other techniques before you start in the salon. And a lot of salons now are requiring that you assist for like a year before you can even be a stylist because it's becoming so common and, it makes and you I such like a better it, stylist. Yeah, it makes you way better stylist. Yeah, I feel like so, people learn more um, in the time that they assist than they did their whole freaking yeah, beauty yeah. school career. Mm-hmm. So I really would recommend it to everyone. <laughs> so for you as a uh-huh. stylist, like that's probably a big cut of your money. Is it? Like, is yeah. it worth it? I mean, it, is, it still is worth it. There definitely are some days where it's like, oh, shoot, is, was that worth it? But yeah. just for like... It keeps my level of stress down, just makes the day go smoother. I mean, honestly, it's really nice. And I do, like Jay said, I actually do have a bad back. So, like, I love just shampooing, like, kills my back, just, mm-hmm. like, leaning over and stuff. So, sometimes so it's just worth more. the money yeah. to pay someone to help you out in those ways. But and really, when you're able to, like, do two colors at one time, totally double book, and then start mm-hmm. another one while she's finishing, like, yeah. Yeah. it is worth your money. Yeah, like, I would say, like, nine times out of ten, it's 100% worth it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Especially, we both hope. To get to that point, yeah. Me and Jade um, can get to that point, yeah. And I and I always hope it's beneficial for the assistant, obviously too. So it's like more so than like the money for me when Uh I was assisting. Like the experience was worth it to me because just so like I mean people know the like pretty standard rate that anyone plays pays assistance is like no more than ten dollars an hour. Yeah, I would say that's like I pay ten dollars an hour. That's like pretty common. So Mm -hmm. it's not like you're expecting yeah. to make it I would look at it more as an experience thing and Absolutely. like for me I was just starting in a salon I had no idea if I was going to be very successful or I was yeah I I wanted to yeah. just see if I would be able to build a clientele and it was easier for me to build than Mandy 10 years ago yeah. um, because mm-hmm. of social media yeah. and posting all the time but that's the other thing I feel like my assistant especially now learns a lot is like how to take photos like there is yes. a technique to that like oh, yeah. angles lighting apps photos social media so mm-hmm. she's like oh my and she actually doesn't have a hair page yet I keep telling her you need to get a hair page, hair page. Yeah. and she's starting in the salon um Saturday but anyway so I think you just learn a lot about that too mm-hmm. so there's a lot to take from it yeah I'm, like, trying to think how I could have an assistant. I'm I know. Like, that sounds so nice, but I'm, like, what so do they do? It's not about, I don't know if this would work in your guys' business, but having, like, oh, yeah. a group assistant yeah. even. So just someone who we can say, kind oh, of, like, nice. a receptionist, but... 
but someone to more hands can, on. like, kind of, even my mom's been like, I can come help with this one today, like, so we can say, can you please go start towels? We're all, like, so busy. Or, yeah. Jay said hi. Like, can you help? My husband sometimes <laughs> has to come hold up foils for oh, me. Oh, I think I have video it's of hilarious. It. I know, because sometimes you just need an extra oh, set of hands. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, not having someone even, like, as a licensed esthetician, but just, like, a salon monkey. Yeah. <laughs> monkey. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of monkey. I did not expect that word to come out. I thought you were going to say manager. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a little monkey running around the place. But you know what I mean? Just, yeah. yeah so maybe that would be it. something better. Like, not someone who's, like, doing the services for you guys, but someone but who is I'm like, doing everything yeah. else. And I still do enjoy days with just me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have an assistant 100% full-time right. because I really do enjoy that one-on-one time because sometimes Your I feel like with an assistant – it's a little bit more like hectic and like, it's just like when we went to Justin Anderson, like it's a little bit more in and out. I spend less mm-hmm. time with them and then they're with an assistant. So there are benefits to both. Like and I still really enjoy it. Like, yeah. You, so you, know. you have to be present with them. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it can be tricky and sometimes it is mentally exhausting because you still are micromanaging your assistant too. So it's yeah. like, they're helping mm-hmm. you a ton, but sometimes I feel like I ran a marathon by the other day because you're just you're like, tell them what yeah. to do yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just gotta be a balance. Yeah. So how often do you have one? Just one day a week right now. Mm-hmm. Do you guys all work full-time? Pretty much for the most part. I would say full-time, what, like four to five days? Like that to me is full-time being a stylist. Well, that it's is exhausting. Hours. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah I do. we do for sure. About yeah, four days. Yeah. yeah. I would love to work a I would say. <laughs> yeah, you will eventually. I want to talk to you guys about how you rebranded. Like how you changed. Yeah, well, I owned a different salon oh, with somebody else. What was it called? It's probably so. Oh, okay. So, but then was Beauty and Maven just right after? So then that's a separate thing. So it was like Swabby So is still a thing. Well, not to be so beauty. It's still a thing. And we had our page that we were growing. Well, first it was Kristen's page, Dale Veda, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Dale Veda Artistry, that was hers. And then when I was like, I wanted to do aesthetics. So I was like, let's just do a page together. (laughs) But we were at Swabby So. So we did our page as Be So Sisters. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And then then we left. So, but you, you kept your page. And did just you start apprenticing under Kristen? Is that how it worked? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she, yeah, so she's my apprentice. Then we switched to Beauty Mavens. Cool, cool. Or, no, then we switched no, to beauty, beauty Mavens. Two beauty, yeah, and then that's when we, we were that for like. That's when we were in that tiny room. Yeah. Oh. And then so when we opened our that was in November we opened our big space in April so four or five four months five months. Yeah. Then we did a huge rebranding to Beauty Maven's Collective. Cool. And and now even we're like, like with the podcast and stuff, we're like turning more towards like not getting clients, but like the professional. So now it's like Beauty Maven's Collective's like, it's like our American sign, clients. like our salon's like sign name, but it's like our Instagram page isn't about our studio. It's like about business, business, our brand. So it's like mm-hmm. now it's like kind of tricky. Yeah. So like we have a page. It's like Beauty Maven's Studio. Gotcha. Where we, like, oh, post yeah. our work, but we, like, don't really post a lot on it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to manage two accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so She's hard. the one that wanted to do it. I was like, if you want to do it, you do it. Yeah. I, I, it is a, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of up and ups and downs with social media, for sure. But rebranding, it was, like, scary and hard, but, like, I feel like people caught on quick. It gave us a way, like, more clear way vision. clearer vision of what we wanted to do, what to post, what to say, what colors to use, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I would cool. say it was definitely So, do you guys have, like, a a social media person or a brand manager or someone who like told you what to do or did you guys just we like worked with a graphic designer and she helped us like pick and kind of helped us like pick colors and like fonts we kind of told her like we want to be pink yeah these are the uh, fonts that we like and then Mm -hmm. she just kind of compiled it together for us but we don't work with her anymore so now it's just we have our brand like aspects yeah. and we just yeah. do it ourselves you're just maintaining it now mm-hmm. well, yeah. I think the direction you guys are going is great because I seriously have taken a lot from your podcast especially I actually social media is like not my thing it's really hard for me and like really overwhelming to me it makes me want to cry when I think about it because I feel like it like owns me like I feel like I'm never mm-hmm. doing enough and then it's never good enough and so, yeah it's stressful I I don't like it but I feel like the tips you guys have given me about social media, like using that app Connolly or something, mm-hmm. yeah, is has so really nice. changed. I used to use one like called In Preview that you could just see the different photos, mm-hmm. but like being able to set it, I'm like mm-hmm. not as consistent. I want to seriously like do what you guys said and take time mm-hmm. to like schedule 30 minutes to make scheduled posts. 
but even just being able to see it laid out for me has helped, <laughs> which yeah. this year we've all talked about our goal is to just like post more things and just do things without thinking so much about it and exactly. have to be perfect. Yeah, but, I think but you do work hard to have like a cohesive, yeah. Correct. Well, and we're not even consistent really about like setting aside that time to mm-hmm. do it. We, but we take like whenever I'm like feeling creative, even mm-hmm. if I'm just like at home watching Netflix, I like Korean pause yeah. and I like pop pump out like three different captions yeah, yeah that's cool. so like we kind of always have at least cool. three posts that are ready important because for me personally I tend to go based off of like feeling like I act mm-hmm. on feeling rather than like a set schedule or like you know I'm really like based off of a like just be like yeah, well, inspiration yeah. like you're yeah. just posting things to exactly post, that's yeah. why I felt like Mikey was like I was so just in the same way I'm not like super consistent yeah. but I feel like when I post things, it's more meaningful because mm-hmm. I'm going off a of feeling yeah. rather than like, I need to post today mm-hmm. and have this caption and get yeah, this I many likes. Like, it's so hard with Instagram though, because if true. I am just doing it when I'm, when I'm like feeling inspired to do mm-hmm. it, it doesn't get seen because yeah. I haven't been consistent. So like, yeah, I'm like, this was huge. my best post and it got five <laughs> likes. Oh, Not really, oh, but you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, well, you just have it's to, that battle of like being consistent enough that mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Well, and I think just looking at social media as social, like right. use it, don't let it stress you out. Yeah. yeah. If it's stressing you out, like take a break, but use it like when I get on it now, it's to interact with people that I have made friendships with over Instagram. Mm-hmm. So like go comment on their pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily always trying to engage like with other you know to get my yeah my posts up I'm just being social yeah but I think that automatically increases your engagement yeah Yeah. because I mean the algorithm pays attention to that yeah Yeah. because you're using it for what it's meant for like it's there's no strategy yeah exactly yeah Yeah. and I feel like finding like five or six people who you like really look up to and like they don't even have to be huge names but like people around you who are Mm -hmm. like kind of at your same level and like making sure to like go back to those like five or six pages often and then I feel like they notice and look and then that's true. like how you build friendships. True. Um, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's true. That's the same level because sometimes I feel like I should only comment on the pictures that already have 5,000 comments but then mm-hmm. I'm like that probably isn't doing me the most like yeah. I'm not and really that's probably well then that also takes away like, the genuine like like the genuine yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah yeah and then it's fun because, like, we have a friend, I feel like we talk about her a lot, Lori, LW Skincare, and, like, she, um, when we started talking to her, she had, like, a thousand followers or two, and, like, we just, like, made this friendship, and now she's, like, blown up and has, like, 12,000 followers, and it's just, like, fun because, and I just think she's really good at engaging and has, like, still is making friendships, but, like, I feel like we have a real friendship because it, like, started when there wasn't a ton of people, yeah. and so, like, that's, like feels more genuine. Yeah. yeah. Like, we've yeah, been able cool. to cultivate Not that. just, like, we should connect because we both have lots of followers. Yeah. So yeah. We should yeah. be friends. Yeah. It was just, like, now, yeah, like, we even went to California with her for, like, oh, some fun. summit, and she, like, called me the other day to, like, figure out how we're paying our employees. Cool. It's, like, cool. an actual relationship. Yeah. yeah. But it did start on Instagram. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. can be very positive. Yeah. And I feel like another tip for, like, building relationships is, like, responding to people's stories. Mm-hmm. Like who you like friends yeah. and stuff and just being like, Oh my gosh, it's so cute or yeah. like that. Like Yeah. Because like, they see that more than like all the comments yeah. that mm-hmm. scroll through. They see it individually when they open up their like comment their messages. Yeah. 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 Well and they yeah. see that you're not just commenting on their posts to like get, get followers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. 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 But what are you guys doing to like fill your books? Um, I feel like that's, like, what a lot of people also are always asking. Like, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> After five years, I would say it is very frustrating how up and down it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you have lots of good, great moments. You have lots of slow moments and everything in between. But... Okay, but, like, after five years, I think that's good for people to hear. Because I feel like people exactly. expect it. Like, I'm out of school and my book should be full. Yeah. 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 It takes but time. It's like, it takes so That's not reality. Work. Yeah. And it, it's, it can be very daunting on you personally, just how you feel as a stylist or, you know, in the beauty industry, whatever you're doing. But for me personally, yeah, I beat myself up a lot about it if I'm not, like, keeping a consistent schedule week by week by week. Um can be very discouraging but you know the ones that remain and that are like there consistently you you tend to notice them more and you um cater to them 
more because you see that they have stuck through you through everything. You know, I've been to, I've been at three different salons now and, you know, I've had clients that have come with me through every salon. And so it can be good and bad because you notice, you know, your clients that have always been there and, um, you appreciate that more, but at the same time, it's, it can be frustrating and hard and you just have to work harder for it, but it can be rewarding at the same time when you are receiving clients more often than not. But I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, I can think of a couple things. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I can think of, like, strategic, actual, like, plans of action that mm-hmm. you should maybe do. Like, one thing I started even before I had a full clientele was getting in the habit of, like, obviously take really good care of them, like, with when it comes. Sorry, when it comes to like service and stuff, mm-hmm. just like the clients that you do get, just try to make them feel special while they're here. Because I think retaining them is huge. And then um, obviously if they have a good experience and they're going to tell someone mm-hmm. and then you can get more clients. So it's yeah. like kind of back to like the old fashioned way of like referrals yeah. and stuff. But I got in a habit of like every time you finish a service, like just expect that they want to rebook and just mm-hmm. say, okay, like when you check them out. So how many weeks do you want to go before you want to come back in for your next haircut? Or I recommend like with these extensions, like you need to come in six to eight weeks. So this yeah. is like, you know, just like yeah. in, just starting that conversation to get them to like rebook mm-hmm. and so that they don't really think twice about it because there's been times where if you're like in a hurry even, or the client's like, Oh, I'll just text you. And then, and like, you might not ever hear from them again, you know? Yeah. And it might even just be because they don't think about it. Or then they text you and they're like, oh, crap, I really need it done tomorrow. And you're like, crap, I can't fit you in tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then they might go to someone else. So, exactly. like, I would just say trying to get in the habit of just, like, starting that conversation and just, like, being confident and being like, okay, let's rebook you eight weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, that does go back to Instagram. I don't know. I do like react off feeling like she said, but at the same time, I'm also like a very strategic person. And like, I like to plan things out and I probably think a little bit more like a schedule, like in a box. And I think being consistent on Instagram, just so people can see your work, like take advantage of that tool. And it's okay if every post doesn't like blow up and you feel like, Oh, I'm getting so much engagement because Mm -hmm. that's just not how it is. Like you're going to have a few posts like blow up and then you're gonna have some that don't get very much engagement. But I just like when the more people see your work, when they like need to get a haircut or need to get in, they're going to think of you because they've been seeing your name. Yeah. I agree. One one thing I feel like just recently I've noticed, I never thought hashtags worked. I don't know. In the last, I would say month, I've had probably five new clients who said, I'm like, every time they come in, I'm like, hi, how'd you find me? Who'd you hear about me from? Or whatever. And they, I think five, I think mm-hmm. I counted five have said, I found you through the hashtag Ogden hair. Yeah. And yeah. I was shocked. I was like, really? Cause usually mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, I know so-and-so you do, mm-hmm. or I saw your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. But like you never, when they told me specifics, I've been asking clients more like, okay, what hashtag? Because yes. they are the ones who look like uh-huh. I, they're the ones who search it. So like talking with your clients, especially the new ones that come mm-hmm. in, find out how they found friend. you yes. and then reward those clients who send you new people like yeah. just trying I I don't do like a referral program but just trying to thank them and make them feel special like my awesome clients tend to be yes yes yeah. and I feel like honestly you have to think back sometimes I think oh I need all these like new clients from Instagram but you grew up we grew up in or I grew up in South Ogden so there and our studios in South Ogden there's so many like people that I know so just building a good name for yourself and like mm. not thinking you need new people but like Reaching out to, I have so many people from my parents' ward that come to me, and they are probably my most consistent best clients. So, I mean, I have awesome clients that have come from Instagram too, but sometimes you have to be careful because sometimes people who find things on Instagram, like, are always kind of looking for the next thing. Not, I also have some really consistent people from Instagram, but, um, yeah, I think really take care of those clients who are coming to you yeah. like as your bread and butter. And then the rest kind of just follow yes. along. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully you can build relationships with them as well, but you mm-hmm. also can't take things too personally. I've like had a hard time when clients don't come back. Sometimes you do everything you can and it's not, you guys just didn't jive or right. there was something going on in their life. Like, I don't know. It's losing. Like when you lose a client, sometimes you think like, what did I what do did wrong? I do wrong? Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not, and that's it's not just the reality of it because 
it's never gonna change yeah you're always and, gonna be cycling through clients constantly mm-hmm. yeah and when I think like if I saw one of my clients went to someone else I'm like oh that's so but then yeah. I think but that's happened to that stylist too you know sure. like yeah it's just Where how the industry you. is yeah and, yeah and it's mm-hmm. okay yeah <laughs> and yeah just try to always do your best until you have nothing to feel like Oh, I should have done this better. And then that's why I lost it. It just you know? is hard because this industry is kind of a personal industry. It's not just like always it just is, strictly yeah. business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's, your building well, you get, you build your license. Yeah, you get attached to people. It is like so much harder. Yeah, someone is sitting in your chair for three hours and you hear every detail of their life. Yeah. And then to them, like you're their hairstylist, but. But also you're their, their therapist. Friend. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it does feel personal sometimes, but at the end of the day, you do have to remember that like. Yeah. You're building a relationship, yeah. but you're also, this is your business. Retaining and your if business. you don't treat it like your business, they're not going to treat you sure. like a professional either. Yeah. Yeah. I had a new extension client yesterday. You remember her? Mm-hmm. And she found me from Ogden, the hashtag Ogden hair extensions. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so cool. the hashtags, hashtags really are really huge. Work. Oh, yeah. Like specific to like what you're doing and where yeah. you live. Yeah. 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 But like, I always try to do like some local, like, very specific and then some like broader browsers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have like behind the chairs, yeah. Which, if you hashtag well, behind the chair, then you can get a following from people in the hair world all yeah. over, but those aren't gonna be clients mm-hmm. that are coming to you. That's yes. just gonna build your following. following. Yeah. And, and maybe know, get the chance to get featured. Uh-huh. Like, and mm-hmm. I notice on the explore page on Instagram, that's where you see a lot of things that you tend to be interested in and would normally click on and whatever. So I think people are finding like hairstylists a lot through that way. Yeah. Too. They're seeing mm-hmm. like work on the explore page and they're like, Oh, I like that hair. And it, they see that picture for a specific reason because maybe you're hashtagging, hashtagging Ogden hair or wherever you're local to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. But also, you have to make sure you're posting like really pretty good pictures. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's <laughs> true. Find the hashtag. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> my that said she found me through Ogden Hair. She's like, she was sitting in my chair, scrolling through my page, and she's like, "See, I bet I can guess which ones are yours right now." And clicked on one, and it was an old picture, but it had the same hashtag. And she was like, "See, I knew that one was going to be yours," or something like that. So That's be cool. consistent with having like I do a lot of really bright blondes, and I try to keep them like all different but people come to me to get a bright blonde of that tone you know so yeah. Yeah. posting things like sometimes I think I can't post another blonde like yeah. I need to be different but that's what I do that's what I specialize yeah. in that's post what I want. your specialties so, yeah. for sure yeah and don't post the things that you don't want to do yeah I don't like doing don't post things. huge color correction <laughs> yeah even though that before and after if you did it's it, worth crazy, it. it feels so good sometimes it's like well that was but so awesome for me but not worth it for me so but then sometimes you just like it's such a huge transformation you, you have to post it you know it's a balance to everything mm-hmm that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are some good so tips. Fun. I know. You guys probably have so much fun in here. We, we do. do. Oh, we do always feel like we're having like one big conversation in here. Yeah, yeah. I, always say, I feel like we're like on a daily talk show sometimes. I'm like, someone record me. <laughs> yeah. It's All fun. Our in small space. tend to like talk together because yeah. it's a small space. So sometimes I'm like, I hope that you don't mind mm-hmm. that you know everyone. I know. Else. But if we're all talking with our clients, it's, like, so but, loud. But I do crazy. feel like, for the most part, our clients appreciate the space. They yeah. think it's homey and it yeah. feels comfortable totally. and they don't feel and, cramped. But I feel like, too, when you – if you if, – any advice for people who are wanting to start something like this or whatever um, with however many people, just – just make sure that you jive like from the beginning. You connect like on more than one level and you have similar taste, not only like aesthetic wise aesthetic wise, but just in everything, in business and you know, just in your friendship. Just realize like Yeah, I think that we all we all get along really well together, but we all bring different things to the table and yeah, like, see things different differently. Strengths. Yeah. And just learning how to work together, not only as friendships friends outside of this business mm-hmm. but friends inside of the business but keeping it on a business level it's yes. like there's so much that goes into kind of separating a like the friendship and like the business owners but yeah and be okay to have like harder conversations yeah don't mm-hmm. do it with your best friend if you're afraid that like you're gonna if, you're, if you know that like things that she does like yeah. fuck you yeah. like in business then don't because yeah. 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 it can be tricky to mix friendship and business sure. and family and business I think and everything for but us like we have built for Mandy and I Dylan and I are friends you, I mean I would say our friend we have built a business and then built a friendship like it mm-hmm. wasn't a friendship that we built 
Uh, does that? Have we yeah. were all friends before. Yeah, but like, yeah. That makes that sense. We didn't spend a lot of time together before. Yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like me and Dylan did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys mm-hmm. did. Because mm-hmm. you but, were already at the But as a three, yeah. as the three of us, yeah, we built like the business and First. then maybe the friends. Sure. Yeah. But I felt confident. I worked with you. You'd been my assistant. Like right. I knew Dylan really loved you too. Yeah. So it was just like I felt confident it was going to work. And honestly, yeah, we've had some like. Not really. Of those hard yeah. conversations, but not really. But like, I feel like it's been it's crazy. It's been really like pretty we pretty we pretty much click like with anything. <laughs> it's really lucky. I mean, yeah, I feel like we are all opinionated in yeah. our own way, and yeah. we're not afraid to tell each other like yeah. what we think. But Which I think that's good, good I think because so. we also can all handle it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to be able to handle it. And, like not take it personal. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. How yeah. do you guys do as sisters? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, it's hard. Easy because we. Well, first of all, we've been close always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. And she's like always been like in control <laughs> just more about personality she just has a, and I just like kind of yeah. follow like, yeah, that's good. and yeah. if she doesn't agree with me I just have to like give it a day and then she'll yeah. come around but yeah. sometimes that's good because then you're not pulling this way and she's yeah. not pulling this way you guys are kind of like yeah. she's kind of pulling and then you're kind of well and there's been things like that and then we just like give it time or just like talk about it yeah, yeah. but like our relationship has always been like that so that's why it's like interesting how so, you three like weren't like yeah Friends for years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So is it hard for you guys to not talk about business when you're together sometimes? Like like outside of work? Yeah. I'm curious. Like, do you always talk about it? It's hard for us, I would think. Yeah. I would, like, I even when we're with our husbands on, like, a triple date, sometimes I'll be like, oh, did you do this? Or, like, <laughs> well, what yeah. should we do what about should, this? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that's when... We do have to talk about business because when we're here and we're with clients... You can't. You don't, don't talk about it in front of them. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But, and I... I love my business. Like, I love what I do, so I, like, enjoy talking about yes, it. Yes, it's not yeah. something I, mean, oh. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But it does consume most of our conversation. But yeah. it's also good Time. because you're passionate about it. Like, yeah. it's a good thing yeah. you want to talk about it. And <coughs> yeah. yeah, being self-employed, you don't really ever leave, even though owning a business is always kind of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, are there any mistakes that you're seeing in the industry that other people are making that you have kind of made and learned from? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's a better way to ask it. When I read that question, I thought about it for a second and I was like, well, I can't say this because I'm guilty of this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and then that that's just how I feel. I feel like because I noticed that, it, it's because I'm doing that. <laughs> so I would say the biggest thing is when people just aren't putting themselves out there and I'm going to say it again I'm guilty of this myself but I would say when they're not um you know showing their personality and who they are on their page or their platform or whatever they're showing it on just people need to be people want to relate to people at the end of the day I feel like that's the biggest thing and me with me personally too and um what I see on social media this is what I'm relating it to but um people just aren't putting their personality into who they are they're not showing like what they're passionate about they're just kind of I feel like some people get comfortable and they just kind of show you know what they think people want to see rather than what they want to show so I feel like I feel like other people can relate to that but me for sure I can relate to that I need to be better at that for sure well I think with like client that like goes into with clients as well Mm -hmm. like showing your personality and like finding things to connect on I feel like as a hairstylist it seems like it's like really chatty all the time yeah but like a lot of lash studios like you'll like chat for a minute and then they'll like take a nap because they're like laying down and their eyes are closed Mm -hmm. but like I do, and I do think it's okay sometimes, especially when they're, like, coming every two weeks, and you can, like, have your, it's, like, an hour and a half appointment, so, like, you don't have to be, like, chatting the whole time. Right. But I do think those conversations, like, connect your clients to you, and, like, that's why they come back, is because they feel like you have a relationship, and so, and I don't think it's, like, as big of a problem. Like, I think everyone, naturally, is just, like, talks with their hair girl, but I think with, like, lash artists a lot of times, like, sometimes I'll have clients who we, like, talk for, like, seriously 10 minutes, and then they sleep, and then we, I'm, like, hey, yeah. and then I'm, like, I, like, 
Like, like I should have talked yeah. to them more. Yeah. And like, and sometimes it's my bad because I'm like, oh, this is like my sixth client, and I'm like dead. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, yeah, like you're sleeping. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, I know. I I agree completely with what you're saying. I I know from experience, clients coming in. You know, I I want to know where they came from and whatever. And sometimes they open up about their past stylist and why mm-hmm. they don't go to them anymore. And I think this is probably another mistake that we all could be more aware of is just 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 staying stagnant and a lot of clients just want when they're wanting to follow with the trends but their hairstylist isn't mm-hmm. then I feel like that's when your when your clientele kind of tends to to leave and get interest in other places mm-hmm. and other stylists so I feel like just doing your best to try to um stay on trend and to be visually aware of what your client is wanting because sometimes you can show your hairstylist a picture, but sometimes they're not always going to do it that way. But I try to really study like photos. Like when my client is showing me something, I'm like, okay, what do you specifically like about this photo? Do you like that this girl just is beautiful and you want to be her? Or do you <laughs> like the way the technique is? Or I feel like if you're paying more attention to that, then um, they feel more comfortable with you and that they can be more open with you and ask you like to do things more often than they would like with a previous stylist where they just show a picture and they're like, okay, got it, you know, and they're yeah. doing their own thing and it turns yeah. out completely opposite. Yeah. So that's probably yeah, consultation. Yeah. Consultation. consultation. And if it's not possible to get that hair, it's exactly your, be honest. Yeah. yeah it's your job yeah. to like explain that to them so that they don't have that expectation exactly. of it turning out just like the picture. Cause sometimes it's not like, it's never going to be just like the photo, mm-hmm. no matter how much we study it, but right. Exactly. Just communicating with them. Yeah. yeah. Communicating mm-hmm. and making them feel like you genuine, like, you know what they're wanting and you're going to try your best to mm-hmm. get to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect, but you try. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no, that was good. That's good. I think just quickly that I see a mistake that people make is like comparing themselves mm-hmm. to other stylists, and I do it even in our own studio. Like I'm like, why are they so much faster than me? Why are they so much just anything? Or why is their social media so much better than mine? Or yeah, why can they connect with clients better than me? Just whatever the problem is, like you can only worry about yourself. Yeah, and comparing yourself does nothing. And either reason I notice this is because I do it all the time. So <laughs> yeah, just you try. Do. I mean, in every aspect of life, comparing yourself isn't going to do anything for you. So obviously, you want to learn from another person. And like when I'm comparing myself to White, Mandy, or Dylan are faster than me, I want to watch and like grow from it. But like it's okay if I'm not doing it the same way they are. Exactly. I do what works for me. So don't. Feel Don't like if you're, yeah, if you're not doing as well in one area as someone else, like maybe, I mean, yeah. they feel that way about other things. Yeah. So focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses and mm-hmm. try to make, yeah. That's another thing that can really, you know, put your, you put yourself down for is because like we live in a world where literally the quote comparison is a thief of joy. It's yeah. absolutely true. And so like prominent in this world and with social media mm-hmm. like, yeah. and I agree with that what you were just saying like I, I compare myself to things that both of you are doing too because I'm working so, so like closely. yeah closely with you I um it's hard not to constantly compare yourself even though you know I love you guys and you know we have such a great friendship you're still constantly beating yourself up like why didn't I do this better why didn't I do that better but yeah, you just have to find joy in what you're doing because the comparison will take right. over. And yeah. as far as social media, you people only post their best work and their biggest strengths. Yeah. So, like, don't think that... That's all they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have things, too, and they have their days where they're just exhausted and overwhelmed, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. We're all human. And days mm-hmm. where you have to might maybe correct something that yeah. you did on someone's yeah, hair. Yeah, so like, we all have that moment, and yeah. we all are aware of you when that happens you because it's so close and tight in here, and mm-hmm. we all talk and we vent about it, and yeah, totally. that's another thing that's great. I'm super glad I don't work in my own studio alone because if I didn't have these two to vent and bounce things off of, I would lose my mind yeah. and feel very, like, alone and can't relate yeah but that's what's nice is you know talking to other stylists talking to other beauty people in the industry relating to people just feeling like you're not alone and you know you've been there done that yeah so yeah i feel like we all go through the same we do oh, yeah I agree. Yes. one way or another we do yeah i think it's similar in every not just the beauty business but in so many businesses like yeah, yeah it's same hard life <laughs> yeah. to compare yeah. I, can i add something now? yeah yeah 
Um, so this kind of goes more with just like in life and in business, not necessarily just like doing hair, but I also think it's so important to write down your goals and like have a vision board and have like a vision of exactly what, where you see yourself going and like what you really want. Because Mm -hmm. so when I look back on like even the past few years, there was one year, like I didn't write down any of my goals and I think I have them in my head and I'm just like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then before I know it, the end of the year is here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't do that. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. or maybe what like, you didn't even focus you on You didn't that. even focus yeah. on it without even realizing, even though you think about it in your head. And then the, the, there's a year that stands out to me that I wrote down like all of my goals, like, or maybe like five, like pretty mm-hmm. like big goals that I wanted to do. And just from writing them down and seeing them every day. I accomplished all five of them that year. So um, this year, that's something we're all trying to do different. I know, it's in my trunk. (laughs) Yeah, with me going to Hawaii and stuff, it kind of threw things off. Yeah, this is how imperfect we are. Yeah, Um, because I'm saying Vision boards for us to do the beginning of January. Here we are, almost February, haven't been done. But they're going to be. But they will. I am committed to it. Yeah. But so I've I've already written down for myself like what I want to accomplish this year. But I just think yeah. it's so important to, to literally write it down and see it visually and put it somewhere where you can see it every single day because then you're gonna work harder together. So I've seen it literally happen in my own life. And mm-hmm. anyway, I think that's a mistake that people make in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, myself included. Myself. <laughs> yeah, all of us. All of us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really good tip. It's hard to like sometimes remember when you get so caught up in the business that like. The reason we work so hard is to enjoy our life and to go yes. on vacations to Hawaii and to be with our family. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, at the end of the day, it's the reason true. everyone works is so that they can have an enjoyable life and a good mm-hmm. life and they can feel accomplished like they've done something. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Can't forget about you that. Can't, you can't you gotta forget. walk the walk. <laughs> work hard and play harder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> about that one. Yes. I like ending on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting us come visit your cute studio and record with you. Where can everyone find you? So tell us all your individual Instagrams. Go ahead, Mans. Um, at Hair by Mandy Lynn. At Dylan K Beauty. It's spelled differently, but you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's at Hair Not Jaded. Because she don't jade hair. <laughs> Perfect. Make sure you check them out on Instagram, and while you're at it, check us out at Beauty Mavens Collective, and we will see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Mavens.